Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller from the Miller Law Chronicles. And today we have a very special guest in Tim Pierce, who's worked here at Miller & Miller for almost eight years. He is our client service manager, customer service manager. He's the first person that our clients talk to when they come to Miller & Miller. And he's gonna talk about how he has so much empathy and understanding, how he listens to clients, how he's able to decipher the problems that they have and get them pointed in the right direction. And he does it with lots of love and caring. He'll talk about a story about someone that he helped get their medication after their car was repossessed and help them get their car back on an early Saturday morning. But Tim's just a really great guy, a great person, a great resource here at Miller Miller. And I'm excited to share his stories with you about the, the hundreds of people's lives that he helps to improve through the conversations that he has with each and every person that calls Miller Miller that has a question about what filing bankruptcy might look like and how it might help them. Here at the Miller and Law Chronicles, we really welcome anybody who's willing to listen, where we simplify the legal maze by giving clients clarity and confidence as they navigate their way through the legal process. We're here to help answer questions and I appreciate listening in. I think you really love this podcast with Tim Pierce. This one was a special one. Hi, this is attorney Jamie Miller from the Miller Law Chronicles. Really excited today to bring you another edition of our podcast. I, I think it's number 13 or 14. I can't believe time is going so fast. Been doing this for a little bit. But today I, I wanted to bring a special guest on, a gentleman by the name of Tim Pierce, who is a fine person, a friend, someone that's been working here at Miller & Miller for almost eight years. Before the podcast today, I asked him what his title was, and his title's changed so much over the years, I think we're, we're both confused by it. But generally, he is the customer service manager, client service team lead. Tim is generally the first face and first voice that our clients hear when they first reach out to Miller & Miller. And Tim, I'm really excited to welcome you. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. it it's been so nice to work with you for eight years. I want to ask you uh, the questions like, what what keeps you here so long? I'm so grateful to you. Well, you know, I'm happy to be here. And actually, what keeps me here is what we do and the people that work here. What we do, I can feel really good about. And I've, you know, I can feel like we're actually helping people. And you don't get that a lot of different places that you can work. And I love being able to do that here. And I also enjoy the people that actually work here. We're, you know, we all get along very well. We're like one big, happy family. Right. And just come a little bit closer to the mic. We'll be able to hear you a lot. Sure. That's great. And it's a, you know, when someone's been at one employer for almost eight years, it's a, it's a real testament to you for sticking with us. And I hope it says a lot about what we do here because it, I can't tell you how much it means to me when I have someone of your stature and your capabilities that stick with us for this long. So 
you know, take that opportunity to say, you know, thank you so much. You're really good at what you do. And uh, tell me a little bit about Tim Pierce, where you're from, you know, where you grew up, where you live a little bit, that type of thing. It'd be great to hear some background. Sure. Well, I grew up here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin native, and I lived uh, here all my life on the east side, mostly. And then I took a detour and went out to Hollywood for about 10 years and lived there. And I worked in the tourism industry which was very interesting. <laughs> and after that wound up, I, I came back here. What I, I like to do, I, I like to go walking. I like, you know, hang out with friends and I, I love being back in Milwaukee. It's been actually 10 years now that I've been back in, in Milwaukee and I'm here to stay. Right. So t- what'd you do in the tour industry in, in LA? What was your response role there? So I, I managed the tour company for a while. I, then I stepped down from that and did uh, dispatch and tour guide. And then I did sales as well. That's great. Are, are you one that likes celebrities and seeing celebrities and that type of thing? I sure did at the time. And, you know, but, you know, it, then it kind of got old after a while. And it, it was interesting. No, it was very interesting. Got to meet a lot of interesting people. Got to meet some celebrities, too. Actually got to walk a red carpet with some big name celebrities for the ABC 50th anniversary special. Got to be in the audience while I actually walked the red carpet with the stars from all the ABC shows. So that was really exciting. Oh, that I, I love celebrities. I've been known to chase them around. And then I know, so you've been back in Milwaukee and then I know you had a long uh, term employment at, at Time Warner Cable now Spectrum. What was your role there? There I was a retention representative. So my job was to, when people were very unhappy with their cable service and or their internet or their uh, landline phone service to talk to them about options and resolve their issues so that they, you know, would be happy with the service and keep the service. And there was a lot of cord cutting too. And my job was to show them the value of keeping cable. I, that had to be very challenging. You probably dealt with a lot of frustrated people and, you know, really had to to deal with uh, some anger and that type of thing. And how long did you do that for? For about two years. Okay. I want to talk to you a little bit about your role here. Tell us a little bit about what you do specifically, what you're working on now. Sure. Well, like you said, I'm the first point of contact usually for most of the people that reach out to Miller and Miller and and people reach out to us for a lot of different things. And I kind of think of myself as the ears of the company because when people call us, they don't necessarily know what they want to do. They just know they have a problem. And it's my job to figure out what the best solution for their problem is, where they can get the help they need. Now, oftentimes that's, that is by filing a bankruptcy and having them talk to an attorney who can go for bankruptcy and see if that's going to work for them. Other times, you know, their situation, bankruptcy might not be appropriate. There might be another option for them. Um, we have a whole network of people that I can refer people to that and, and all of our partners care very much about our clients. So if somebody needs a disability lawyer, 
We have an excellent firm that we refer people to. If somebody needs some consumer protection assistance, we have somebody fantastic who we refer people to. Even things like workers' comp or getting help with their taxes, things like that. Those are the kinds of calls I get. And it's really my job to determine what the best route, what the best channel of help is going to be and to get them connected to the person that can help them. You kind of sound like a social worker almost because you're just there <laughs> listening to people's problems and what, what, someone calls, let's say they're calling about a, you know, a, a bankruptcy or a bankruptcy law firm. And we advertise out to the community through different means, whether it's radio or the internet. And so that, that call comes in and, and tell me a little bit about that experience, what you're hearing on the other end when someone does call in and they're probably anxious and they want to talk to somebody about the problems that they're having with their debts. Well, yes. And you know, quite often they're just very emotional. And what I found over the years is that no two people that call are like, I mean, there may be similar solutions to certain people for, you know, for certain people, but, Every person's story is different. Everything that brought them to make their call here is different. And I like to listen to see what's really important to them. What's really causing them some problems? What's causing them some stress? And sometimes it can be, it can be financial. I mean, most, quite often it is some form of financial, but there's a reason underneath that underneath, you know, just, well, yeah, I want to file bankruptcy or, or I'm having financial trouble. What's going on? Well, I, you know, you hear things like I can't afford to get my medication for my diabetes, you know, or I can't figure out how to get a car because, and I've got to take my kids to school. And these are real life situations. So it's good to know, you know, I try to take the time and listen to them and find out really what's important to them so that I can get them to somebody who can help. Right. And there's a real, there's a real art to that and being able to be empathetic and have compassion and the willingness to listen and understand. And tell me, how are you able to maintain that? I mean, you handle multiple calls a day. How are you able to handle that empathy and maintain that compassion? It's honestly just who I am. I, I mean that it's, I hear the emotion in their voice. And I hear that I see the people as people, you know, they're coming to us and they're people and they have problems that need to be solved. And sometimes people will break down on the phone and cry because they're relieved that somebody's actually hearing them and hearing what they have to say. You know, we're not just trying to set up something for them. One size fits all. We really, and I think the whole firm does this, that people really care about the individual. And, and their specific situation. Right. <laughs> and you had said that they're nervous, but how, you know, someone, you know, oftentimes people that we deal with that have financial issues really haven't talked to a lawyer before, haven't called a law office. They're nervous, maybe embarrassed. How do you help them overcome that anxiety that they invariably will have when they're reaching out to you? So it really depends on what's causing the anxiety. Sometimes it's 
they're worried about what they're going to do about their problem. Sometimes they're, they feel ashamed and we don't judge people here, you know, because we understand that life happens. So even for them to just come out and admit and accept that there's an issue here that needs to be fixed is, is half the battle. And just finding out and really listening and caring, just like everybody else at the firm does, you know, through every step of the process, we want to help them and, and listen to them. I think it's listening. That's the most important thing because somebody who has no interest in getting a car, you know, is not interested in what our, our steps to get a car. You know, we're, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what's important to them. I'm taking notes about what they're telling me so that the next person that if, if I do end up referring them to an attorney here or to have a consultation with someone, or if I end up referring them out to somewhere else, I'm taking notes about what they're telling me so that everything down the line, everybody that's going to be interacting with them knows what's most important to them and what the situation is. Right. And how often, um, and you mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, often people call, they may be calling about a financial issue, but they may have other things going on as well. If you find that to be the case, it could be, you know, maybe they were injured in an accident because, and that caused the financial, or maybe they're going through a divorce. Are you seeing that a lot when people call? Yeah, there's always something that that is going on. And, and that's what I want to find out. Uh, like, for example, I mean, some of the stories, some of the, the things that I've heard about people's lives, I, I really do feel for them. One gentleman, I, I, this sticks out in my mind a few years ago, his, his house just burnt down to the ground and there was no homeowner's insurance for some reason, but you know, he just basically lost everything he had. Another gentleman had two of his children shot and, and moved up to Milwaukee and, and then he got a divorce and there was no, you know, he was just starting with absolutely no family and no money and he was just broken up and, you know, I can't blame him. I mean, I can't even imagine what he's going through, but there, there's always something, there's always a situation going on beyond just money. <clears throat> and it, it takes a keen mind to really sense and to want to ask those questions. Cause you know, you, you know, you could brush them through and just say, I just want to, you know, I want to get an appointment schedule, but for you, it, it's more than that. It's building that relationship. And, you know, we get a lot of great reviews, Google reviews or Yelp or Facebook. And I can tell you that many times your name is mentioned in those reviews. And that's just, again, another a, a testament to you to build the, the confidence and build the excitement and understanding that, you know, we're really here to help. And that's great. And if you could, so let, let's focus on someone that needs financial help, whether it's bankruptcy or something like that. And what is it, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but what's their two top concerns? Like, I don't want to file bankruptcy because what? I mean, what are you hearing those objections are? I, well, there's two reasons. One is I don't want to file bankruptcy because I'll never be able to get credit again, which when you work with Miller and Miller, that's absolutely not true. In fact, everyone I've seen, everyone I've seen, their credit score goes up and, and we have a three-step process that gets you to 720 or higher. 
But even right away, having this much, this amount of debt versus having the debt wiped away and doing a bankruptcy, their credit goes up. So that's a concern that we can put to rest pretty easily. Another concern that people have about filing is they want to pay their bills. People want to take responsibility. They spent the money, they were brought up, and that shows where they were brought up. This is, you know, a debt. This is my debt and I'm going to pay it. But sometimes it's not feasible for them to do it. And sometimes, you know, they need to understand that bankruptcy is a consumer protection law to help people when they get in over their head. And it's not something you can do every day, but it's something that is allowed to help people. And I look at it as a consumer protection line. A lot of great people, I always say, you know, Abraham Lincoln filed bankruptcy, and Larry King filed bankruptcy, Dean Warwick filed bankruptcy. A lot of great people filed bankruptcy who are successful and got and started over and did very well. Right. <clears throat> and I talk to a lot of clients that need to file bankruptcy and I, I never like to oversell it, right? You, you talked earlier about, you know, getting a 720 credit score and, you know, being able to get that car, get a house or something like that. But it's so important to be honest with people. And I know that's one of the things that that's very important to you because I think you and I are both aligned in that we want people to, we want to be able to give them enough information that they're able to make the decision on the file or do what's best for them and their families. So you're not a, and I don't want to demean it by saying used car salesman, right? So when somebody calls you, you're not goal is that you got to file for bankruptcy, right? I mean, it's more what, how, how do you view your role in, in kind of bringing the client along? Yeah, absolutely. Bankruptcy is not for everyone. And when I don't have any preconceived notions, when I start talking to somebody on the phone as to what's going to happen, and I don't, you know, I'm not a salesperson, you know, that my, I, I'm really here to listen so that we can either get you to somebody in our network or get you to an attorney here in our office or somebody here who can help or see what kind of help is available. There's times when I've referred people, you know, it just said, you know, gone through their situation and, and said, hey, you know, your best bet is really to just make a payment arrangement with the creditor. It's not in your interest to hire an attorney right now because there's not enough debt is one reason, or if there's not, you know, if there's a situation, I, I recall, you know, speaking to someone who was 78 years old and he, he really didn't have much debt at all, but the creditor kept calling him and calling him and calling him. So bankruptcy wouldn't have been a good solution for him. He, and he really didn't, he really didn't need it. And, and those kinds of people were going to, you know, just kind of tell them how it is and tell them, you know, what a good idea of how to handle that is, but we're not going to take their money and we're not going to have them file bankruptcy if they don't need it. Right. And you, I look at you as an advocate, you know, you're not only advocating for the client early on in the process when they're trying to figure out what direction they want to go. But I also know from working with you over these years that if you bring somebody in and you send them on their journey to get their case filed, so often they're either calling you back during the process if they have a frustration about something, or maybe their case was discharged six years ago and they still remember Tim Pierce 
So what is it about you that you think allows you to be there as that resource, even though, to be honest, it's not necessarily your job, but you're always there. I, I can't tell you the number of times, hey, Joe Smith called me and uh, case was discharged three years ago and they're having a hard time with their, you know, their renter's insurance, right? You're, you still get those calls, which I, I think is such a testament to you, but w what's going on that's happening? Well, thank you, but it's actually more of a testament to the relationship that's built, you know, because, because when I talk to, to people, I mean, we can, we'll have kind of actual real conversations and we'll kind of go, I'll, I'll, walk, I'll kind of walk people through the, the process the best I can. And, you know, from beginning and they're all to the end and they're, they're always welcome to call me. And if I've talked to them you know, a few times, you know, and they've got my number They're, you know, I'm more than happy to talk to them again, you know, and if I can't be the one to help them, like if somebody's in a chapter 13, for example, and they need help adjusting their plan, I can get them to the, the person who can, you know, and so, and that, I guess that's one of the nice things about being here a long time is I know that the, the infrastructure here, and I, I know who does what very well, and, and I can get people to the right person. And do you have any, you know, specific stories about a time when you really helped someone that stuck with you? Yeah, I, there's a lot. Um, a lot of people make an impact. Um, I'm thinking of a time when, so I was working on a Saturday morning, and 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 we get a lot of calls from people who had their vehicles repossessed, and if. As anyone knows, has ever had their car taken away? It's it's scary at first because you don't know if your car has been stolen or if it's just if if it was repossessed and you're not you don't necessarily recall getting a notice that your car was going to be repossessed. So it was a Saturday morning, and a gentleman called me, and his he thought at first he thought his car was stolen, then it, it uh, turned out to be repossessed. And he couldn't get a hold of the lender because the lender was working on Saturday and his wife's cancer medication was in the car. And he couldn't get in the car because it was Saturday morning. She absolutely had to have this medication. So I contacted our the, the, one of the consumer protection attorney that we work with, attorney Nathan Delatorante. I called him on his cell phone on a Saturday morning at 8.30. And he took my call and I told him the situation and the the person didn't know, like the, the client didn't know where the car was. The police didn't tell him they, they all he did, all he knew is that the car was impounded. You have to call back on Monday and the, the lender would tell him something. And meanwhile, the, all the stuff is in the car. And attorney Mel, or attorney Yante found out where the car was and he called down to the tow lot and explained the situation. The, to whoever was working there on Saturday and they let the person in and by noon they had the medication out of the back of the vehicle and then we talked about bankruptcy and then because bankruptcy was a good solution for him for the debt that he had but before we could do that we had to get his wife's medication out of the back of the car and he did. That's a, gr that's a great story and it's those you know I'm sure you felt a lot of gratitude from them. I'm sure they said thank you, and that meant a lot to them. And I thank you for creating stories like that. You know, we operate here on a series of Nasetta core values and always trying to find.
clients and you epitomize that. And I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of help our clients or help anybody understand kind of what the, where the journey starts. If you have questions about bankruptcy and how, you know, we can be empathetic and compassionate and it's honest and real and that, you know, you and your teammates are really here to help people kick off the journey on a positive, in a positive way. But any ending words, anything you'd like to close this wonderful discussion with? Well, thanks for having me. And I'll tell you, the the process just starts with me, but it, it goes through, you know, if you end up filing a bankruptcy or working with us, there's a lot of people along the way and, and everyone that I've seen takes a, a strong interest in people and, 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 and their situation too. So the caring doesn't stop with me. It goes all the way down the line, even after a case is discharged. So, you know, we're not, we don't just file paperwork and then we're done. You know, we follow people through. And like you say, we hear from people years later. So, and it's nice. It's actually enjoyable, very enjoyable for me to have those relationships and have people call me years later. Well, I appreciate you joining me today on the Miller Law Chronicle podcast. It was a very, very valuable, great, insightful information to help our listeners. And I will be talking to you soon, my friend. And thank you so much. Appreciate all of your great insight and input. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it.